Hello and welcome back again for 2D1C episode 182, Train Gays Transpo, Ohio is Gay. Everybody loves it. Wait, is, is Cease Palestine in Ohio? Or is uh, it, yeah, I think Ohio? so. Good. I'm glad you looked it up. Anyway, we're, we are back and we are back to talk about mainly, I mean trains mainly today. Uh, but before yep. we do that, Jason, you, you got a special drink for us? Um, So I have a... I can't remember if I did this. Maybe I did this last time. I don't know. But I'm starting with a Flossmore Brewing, uh, Flossmore Station Brewing Haze Over. This is a New England IPA. Uh, it's got a cool graphic label. I think I may have drank this last time, but that's that's oh, my wow. start. And then I've got a, another Flossmore Station Brewing, uh, just a crush. Where's the camera? I've done this more than once. And this is a hazy pale ale. Um, it's a seasonal batch. So I'll be in, imbibing in that before this shit show is over. Dude, fantastic. I love it. So I, I have just a whiskey, but I just went to... So yesterday <sighs> I went to Mississippi Culture. There is now a brand new microbrew open in one of the towns I grew up in. And we're talking a town with like four or 5,000 people. Um, so it was pretty sick. They've got four beers already on tap. Um, if if one there. of them if one of them doesn't have a joke about recluse spiders, I'm going to be super disappointed. Oh, God, I wish, dude, because they're fucking everywhere. But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find exactly what it was. There was a blonde, but uh, the one that I had, I believe, was a Belgian white maybe and it was very Ooh. good um so anyway M mississippi culture um in staunton illinois believe it or not and uh it's a teeny tiny bro not not far from me uh that i grew up in so wait i've got it they need to do like an esb and then call it coal miners lung because it's perfect. so fucking black because that's that's the region man that's where i fucking grew up anyway They've got four, they're brand new, they opened like a week ago, like officially, they've been brewing since like right before COVID basically, like I think they were going to open like six, eight months into COVID and then it was like, oh my god, so fuck it. but they're still there, they're still open, um, and they've got like, you know, live music, real small, like cute little place, but I was just impressed that they've got four beers, because, and of course my mother was like, well that's not very many, and I'm like, dude, that's, that's plenty, here, like, I've seen breweries open where they have, like, two. Hell, I've seen breweries open, and they're like, well, we've got some guest taps. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no shit, right? Shit. Yeah, they're like, we're working on it. And I, I know, dude, it takes a while to brew, right? Like, it, it makes sense. But So I'm impressed that they've got four already. I wish I could find the exact uh, things here. But <laughs> my, my other favorite is the brewery that has a lot of choices, but they all taste the same. Yeah right. You, right. Did did you guys hook the hook the tap up to the same? I mean, like it. it I saw you went to a different tap, but is it just one hose? Uh, it's just one hose, right? No, this is different. Like no, 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 no. no. It's it's the same hose, right? You just is it, you you got a, you got a guy hiding under there, and he's just unplugging it and plugging it into the other one, like at a quick connect, right? And then you're going, oh, let me get you some of this because. <laughs> All your shit is the same. Um, yeah, man, that's phenomenal. Uh, when you said Mississippi culture, I was like, well, that's none. But anyways. <laughs> oh, anyway, if you're in the region, and I sincerely doubt any of you are, but they're open uh, Thursday through Sunday. 
Um, and so, in very little uh, family-owned place, Mississippi Culture, look, look them up. And again, I had one, and I thought it was good. I'm going to go back and try the blonde next. But mine was a, a Belgian, uh, god damn, it wasn't a Belgian white, but I mean, I think it was a, a un, unfirm, unfiltered wheat, maybe. Anyway, whatever Ooh. it was, it was good. It had a long name, shit. Anyway. Bro, they've, they've, got a, they've got a fucking Instagram I'm already going. They got it. Saucemagazine.com. Their their uh, new brewery, Mississippi Culture, is opening a taproom in Staunton in April, March thirteenth, twenty twenty three. I couldn't find mm. the list though, right? Like I can't find the list of what they've. Yeah, got this is right this is the this is an article. Uh, the article is hyperlinked to their own page. It's Mississippi Culture Beer. Uh, oh, hold on, I found it. I thought oh, I was screaming Belgian blonde with peaches. That's what I had. And it, it did. I could taste the peaches at the end, but it wasn't overpowering. And it was a nice Belgian blonde. They have a regular Belgian blonde called Pearl Street Blonde, which is the street they're on. Um, head oak on fermented campus. ales. Yeah, there are oak, oak fermented ales coming in. Um, an oak aged sour ale called Fragile and Finite. And then head on a canvas mosaic dry hopped saison. Um, and then they had they had some other like dude, but it, yeah, dude, MississippiCultureBeer.com, MississippiCultureBeer.com. That's fucking phenomenal. Wife had a cocktail. She said it was good. You know, do they got merch? A cute little place. I don't know if they have any yet, but they had growlers. So they have an annual member sip for two hundred fifty dollars. What do you get? Um. You get a 750 milliliter growler and a monthly fill of your choice. You get a brewery T-shirt, a brewery glass, four times specialty bottles released quarterly, exclusive membership-only tastings and events, including our first taste opening party to be announced. Priceless. Total value $300. Exclusion may apply. Every purchase takes us one step closer to opening. I feel like this may have uh, already happened. It did. So they had like a live event like... I don't know, last yeah. weekend or the weekend before was like their soft open, and you had to be a member to get in. Which is, this is what it was, the an, was. annual member, right? But okay. 250 is not bad, and if you get a, a growler fill per month, that adds Well, that's, up. so, so like, what's what's the average growler for, like 10, 12 bucks? Probably, yeah, probably so, 10 to 15, depending on what you're okay. getting, right? So that's, that's 120 and change, if not a little better. Yeah, a T-shirt's like twenty bucks, and then you got to buy the growler uh, the first yeah. time. That's typically another twenty, right? Yeah, you yeah. You get a glass, so you know, glass is like what five, five bucks, ten bucks. But you also time. get, you're also gonna get uh, specialty bottles, so that's gonna be bombers. So that's another forty dollars easy. Ooh. I mean, this is. I mean, it's it's not. And then the the only members only events, right? So that's like if you're a local. That's totally cool as shit. So, Which and that's that, the thing yeah. is like, so, <clears throat> so I know like uh, uh, up here, Three Floyds, they do all their shit. You know, they have yeah. like Dark Lord Day, obviously, is the fucking one thing that everybody goes to, but they sell tickets to shit like that. And, you yeah. know, so shit like that is, it's not free, you know, a couple bucks, five bucks, whatever. And you, if you get, if they do two, three a year, I mean, I think you make your money easy. The fill is probably the best part about it. That's the big part. And then an excuse to go there every month and be like, well, honey, I gotta use my crowler refill. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't I? Um, anyway, I might Definitely. get it on it, man. I might get it on it. It sounds like a good cause. And again, <clears throat> it's, it's just cool that my, my hometown, which is still kind of 
little and there's not much there. It's like a subway and a couple bars, you know, and a Dairy Queen. Like, well, do you I, do you remember how rabid I was about it when Lowell had a brewery Lowell. and then we actually had we had two. You had two for a while, right? Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, it was fucking crazy town. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so one? is that right? None. Everything's no. gone. You're kidding me. Yeah. Well, the the one in the restaurant folded because. Uh, it was like three different dudes, and then they all fucking argued, and then everybody divested from everything, and then everything just fucking went. That restaurant actually closed too. It was like it's like a cursed building. Uh, but the brewery, brewery. Um, so the story I heard is the guy and his wife uh, went to Splitsville, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm going back to Canada." <laughs> well, that's uh, it's hard not to argue with. I mean, I hear great things about Canada, um, but. <laughs> women ruining everything for men blowjobs for all um, I mean uh, property brothers love those property brothers so what you're saying is we need to open a brewery who probably get a shit ton of blowjobs I'd imagine anyways uh, yeah so <clears throat> trains derailing not yeah. from blowjobs so the, the premise of, to, of tonight's stuff is basically the East Palestine stuff which I think they've about cleaned up and we talked a little bit about it as a news item but Jason did some digging here, and so our, our first article is, um, there are about three U.S. train derailments per day. They aren't usually major disasters. It's from NPR, folks. Um, yep. So, to sum up for us, Jason, what, what have we learned so far? One, um, if it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, you know, that's something we, I mean, I know I've, I've, brought it up a bajillion times in my entire yeah. life. And I, pro I know I've probably talked about it on here is that like when the news media is so ramped up and like this thing, this is, this is the tragedy that happened. I'm never, not, I mean, it's, we're not, we're not saying that, but the near rabid fear, fear, fever pitched, you know, attack. Right. And like, they went to like this happened and then you couldn't not hear enough of fucking, trail derailments until the next big thing happened so that's kind of a problem because for me that says well so if this is what happens every time we're talking about something in the news is this what's always happening all the time you know so like it, right. I, I mean for me it makes me want to go hmm i think i'm gonna have to just dial my skepticism up quite a bit but we're talking about a national, you know, like national national news outlets that aren't necessarily 100% funded by fuckfaces. And when you get to that, when when you're at that level, like I mean, you, you're you're crossing into paranoia town. You right. you know you you're you're you got a little crazy. So that bothers me a lot. But anyways, this this article is pretty fun. Um, the main thing is in 2022 they had you know more than a thousand trail derailment derailments in the U.S. for the year. It's a lot of fucking trails derailing. Um, yeah. obviously nobody gives a shit about anything anywhere unless a whole tragedy happens. Cause I mean, that's, let's, let's be honest. Uh, nobody knew what East fucking Palestine was in Ohio until this shit happened. Yeah. And, and of course the, this is NPR. So it's nice to have a kind of non-partisan organization that's doing the research for us. And again, not necessarily just trying to get a bunch of ratings, but being like, huh, yeah. Yeah, so look, this is horrible, and like what happened there is pretty, pretty fucking bad, and they're working on cleaning it up, and yes, the people there are upset about it. However, 
we should mention that trains are pretty safe. Um, Correct. You know, so Correct. a thousand per year mainly is blamed on human error. Um, and occasionally it is, it is things like faulty braking systems or bearings that overheat that actually cause it. But it's typically there's an alarm or something that sounds and a yeah. ignores it or, you know, misses it. And, and that can lead to train derailments. But most of them aren't fatal and people don't tend to get super hurt. And it's just correct. Just uh, inconvenience uh, and costs the right. company some money and, and the story. Right. Yeah, and, and I, I think the, probably the worst thing about all the articles I read about this is that no one's actually talking about the reality of what we're talking about. So I, I have a little experience in this. I worked at a place that did have uh, rail spurs, and we did do switches. And actually, ironically, our, our the place of service us was Norfolk Southern. Um, so, and this this is the thing that I don't think people understand. Um, it's the same thing like semis. Uh, it's a lot of weight. Um, yeah place i worked at we had uh hopper cars and each hopper car was loaded with at a minimum two hundred and twenty thousand pounds so that's not counting the car itself the metal fucking box with wheels that's the material inside of it so essentially if you think about you know, uh, and and then the the tank we had tank cars too, and those tank cars were good for I believe a hundred and forty, maybe a hundred and sixty pounds, six hundred and sixty thousand pounds. So essentially, everybody that's driving and sitting at the railway gates, going, maybe I'll just skip through this, or why is this taking so long? So every car you see go by, assuming it's loaded, is basically carrying more or less a quarter of a million is is including the car itself the rail car is probably a quarter million pounds so if you're ever sitting at a train at a stop you know train crossing or whatever and you're watching cars go by just go ahead and count as many as you can and then multiply that by 250,000 so that's what's moving at you know at at, at speed what 60 70 miles an hour now, now physics is hard. I wholly admit that. But just think about how hard it is to stop your car, which may weigh anywhere from four to six thousand pounds, and and you're going sixty miles an hour. Yeah, and now multiply that by an hour. By yeah. <laughs> so th- this this is this is the thing, and this is like especially people that try and skirt the gates, and then they you know. So here's the thing: like when somebody in the railroad has to stop. It's already too late. Yep. I knew a guy who was an engineer, and he was in a train that killed somebody. Um, and, like, it was, I mean, he spent a lot, I mean, he spent years in therapy and everything because there was absolutely nothing. nothing like, he, it's right. like, you, you can't, you cannot stop fast enough. And if you stop too fast, all that weight's going somewhere, and guess where it's it's not going backwards. No. So it's going to go any fucking where it can, such as oh I don't know, off the tracks. Right. And he, and the other thing is is like, because uh, the place I worked at, we actually had a um, the uh, the railway they they jumped a car coming through our spur, um, and it was because uh, they were, I think they were pulling out empty and full cars. 
and because of the weight of how the cars were empty and full and everything mm-hmm. and they were in a curve and it, i get i don't know the the balance or whatever moved one of the cars just hard enough that it just popped right off the track like it you just and like i watched this i watched the switch actually happen on camera and they weren't they just weren't going fast it's just so much fucking weight and yeah. so much you know kinetic potential energy it like i people just don't get it you just don't i i think if if you took some time and thought about it you'd be a lot more scared at trading crossings and i think oh. people would have a little more you know understanding of these poor fucking saps who are basically you know inside a train that's it's like a fucking skyscraper coming down a fucking you know what four foot wide yeah. gap between what three inches of steel on each side yeah. yeah i mean you're asking a whole fucking lot there and you can't see far enough in advance to know what's coming right you just have to and, know d- and don't get me wrong I, I i don't i don't want to excuse dumbassery and, no, and shitty fucking you know safety regulations and people being just people but fuck man damn well, and some of the articles we're looking at today are about just that. But but before we dive into, like, the doom and gloom, I think it's worthwhile to spend some time on, on what Jason just talked about. But also that, again, they, they're quite a bit safer than they used to be. In the 70s, train derailments were way more common. This article says in 1978 alone, there were nearly 9,000 derailments. And <laughs> 41 people killed. Um, Hot damn. Again, we've gotten safer now, are there still yeah. things that we could do to make it even safer? Yeah, and what's the key thing holding us back? Money, right? Um, and yeah. that's, that's kind of what, what these other, other articles are about. I don't know that there was anything else major in, in this one that we needed to touch on. Um, nah. That, that was pretty much it. Um, and again, I got a buddy make who a lot of hay. in trains, uh, too, the, who's an engineer. And yeah, it's, it's you know you have to know, hey, we've got to slow down because we're coming up on a curve here. But that's you'd start doing that before you're even there, right? Oh um, yeah. Because you have it's like you said, it takes so long to change that momentum mm-hmm. of something that's that big. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a really difficult task, and it's easy to fuck up. Um, but the next article, I think, kind of gets a little deeper into that, and it's about Buttigieg being underwater. Uh, so Buttigieg gets hit from right, left in East Palestine crisis. So political actors on both sides are pissed off at our transportation secretary, Mr. Pete Buttigieg. Uh, and, and what were they annoyed about, Jason? What's the big thing he screwed up here? So, uh, well, before we go there, I, I just, I just want to say, like, I don't get it's transportation secretary. Right. Like, have I you don't heard, understand. Have you heard of the transportation secretary before this, this president? No. Meaning, no, I never. cannot name a single transportation secretary except yes. Buttigieg. Um, and I, I, f- I feel like I, 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 what I want to say is that politically, Biden is so smart that the best way to take out your fucking enemies is to make them your bestest buddies. Because like this, this is like a fucking frame job for this poor fucking sap. <laughs> he will never, ever be in politics after what just all this fucking shit he had the fucking airline meltdown and now he's got this shit and it's like i feel bad because i'm like it's like i mean how do you even it's not him 
He's no, not doing nothing anything. To do with it, right? Like, all they do is pass the regulations and yell at people when they fuck them up, right? So, mm-hmm. like, the, the airline thing, not his fault, and they're trying to punish the airlines to get it back on track, right? This, not his fault. <laughs> like, But he's supposed to be there on the ground, Jason, directing traffic. Yeah. According to the GOP, they're like, you should have been there immediately pointing at things and telling people what to do. And Bruges is over there like, dude, I'm... This is, I'm not qualified to do that, number one. Two, that's not the job. That's not the job. Correct. At all. Like, but then doesn't he give in and actually go there and, like, do a practice? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's that's the, that's the worst thing because it's, it's, like, optics and right. absolute bullshit. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, oh, uh, it's, and then it's, like, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I guess, proof that everything has to be politics. It's it's insanity. Um, but yeah, so like, it's, it's, this one's kind of interesting. I mean, it, it gets bogged down in a lot of bullshit. But what's really kind of cool is um, where the fuck is the um, who's this fucking douche douchebag? Oh, he's a fucking hyphen. Dylan Gauss Lewis of Revolving Door Project. Um, weirdly enough, focused on executive branch reform is talking about how he's been asking rail carriers to voluntarily solve problems. And, and he says, you know, that's this, this is the attack from the left is like, this is Pete's problem is that he's just asking them hard enough. and then they, and then they hopes and it's like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what he's got to do because they're all private entities and the federal government can't do fucking shit. That's quite, I mean, like that's how it works. And he can't make laws. He can't bring laws up. So, yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing... But there's nothing there, right? And this is why everyone's like, well, that train didn't even have the right braking system. And, like, I mean, technically, if we were following some sort of industry standard, it did not have the best braking system, right? And there were better... But there's nothing saying they have to. There's nothing saying (laughs) they have to, right? And, And, again, it's antiquated, and they're trying to make the most money... You know, oh yeah, I mean, like every other fucking goddamn company on what's, the planet. Right? What's, I mean, what was the biggest railway innovation that's happened? Um, aside from electric diesel locomotives, uh, that would be nothing. Absolutely like nothing. Something, but these trains aren't using that kind of shit. No, you don't need no. To. Um, it's so, it's a it's a diesel it's a diesel fucking engine turning a generator and making electricity. That's all it is. There's nothing. It's it's the same thing that they've been doing since probably the fucking fifties or sixties. Right. But then again, then again, just for everybody out there, here, here's a here's a little secret. All the planes you've ever flown in, that design hasn't changed since the sixties. It's just more electronics. It's the same plane. More bells and whistles. All those, all those, all those awesome, all those awesome fighter jets you've seen in Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not they're not anything new. This the F one one seven A stealth bomber that was built in the nineties off of seventies tech. The Raptor and the you know what, what's the other one? The F thirty five. What the fuck is that one? The F twenty two is the Raptor. What's the F thirty five? It's not the Hornet, is it? The fucking Velociraptor? No, no, that's that's the F eighteen, uh, which also is a design from the seventies. As is the F fifteen, which got a lot of play in I think the first Desert Storm, also from the seventies. I'm pretty sure the F fourteen Tomcat in the the Falcon. The Falcon was the first fly by wire in the seventies. I think the Tomcat was the sixties. So just so everybody understands, 
nothing has changed in aviation Not a lot of for the last yeah for the last 70 years it's pretty much just been electronics you can't really change anything else and to to the much the same thing as trains it's the same fucking train there's no i mean i don't know what what the fuck do people think i, I don't get it I mean, they're not like hover trains right like so there hasn't been a big mm. change and so when our final article for for the night but so we beat this train thing to a pulp like a dead horse and Hell both yeah. were like four different things that they could change to mm-hmm. make it even more safe. And I guess my, my big takeaway from that was like, well, we could install better sensors along the tracks to tell when a ball bearing is overheating. And there are better yeah. ways... Which to that, that. Was, that was what... I guess we forgot. That's what they determined was the failure yeah, in the East Palestine it, thing. It, is it makes the, sense. The, the bearings on the wheels overheated, went kablooey, and fucking threw the train off the tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dan Dan is right. So they this detection system or whatever the the heat sensor. What is it? They 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 were talking about putting it closer, right? To to make it better. So many miles now, and well, we could put them yeah. closer together. And there are better ones. And honestly, this is detecting. Like by the time this thing detects stuff, it's almost too late. And yeah. And that was that was the thing I did catch about this. So in, in the East Palestine one, it it passed by a sensor and it said, "Oh, it's kind of warm, but it's okay." And then the next sensor it passed was like, "Fuck, fire. fuck, it's, it's over. <laughs> it's too late, too late." Um, yeah. And so they would have needed one in the middle or like a better sensor. And so this article talks about yeah. like you could upgrade the sensors, and we need the sensors to like really be looking at just the ball bearing, not sensing it from outside of the wheel. And basically, it would cost a lot of money to do all those things. And again, because sure. the Fed isn't forcing anyone to do it, nobody's doing Correct. it. And because really fatal, tragic accidents like this are still so rare, Correct. there's no incentive from the company's angle to do so. Um, Correct. Yeah. And, and even the Which ones, sucks. Right. It's not, <laughs> it sucks to hear. And even the advanced ones that they're talking about, people are basically saying the same thing, where they're like, it would kind of have to be in the sweet spot and get lucky to have stopped something like this from happening um, because, again, it's quite likely that it would trip the first one and look okay, and then by the time it trips another one, it might be too late to too do late. anything about it. Um, yep. These things wear out. That's fucking life. It also mentioned that most of the time, you're like, the cars, like the rails, are owned by a different company than the things sitting on top. So there's also yes there with like, well, who's responsible? Yes, yes, and that's that's something the place I worked at. So to know for Norfolk Southern to get to our part of, and the, we were on a Norfolk Southern rail, but for them to get to us from the uh, Chicago Land Switching District, they had to go over CSX rails csx owned rails now that meant if csx was moving freight they got to go guess who it. didn't get guess right. who didn't get to use the rails right. norfolk southern they had to fucking sit and spin yep. so to to your point i mean yeah and and what's really crazy is we were the only industry we were the only industry on this rail from chicago into gary uh, nobody else. Everything else that had been on that closed down, but Norfolk Southern had to maintain it to oh, service yeah. us. For 
one company. Only. One right. one fucking company. Yeah. So so is it any wonder that, you know, that gosh, sometimes sometimes we just sometimes we just didn't get a switch because you know we weren't exactly a top priority, even though we were con- even though they were contractually obliged to. Sometimes it just didn't fucking happen. <laughs> oh, oh, and and by the way, if you think a call in center for like your bank is bad, try this one. Yeah, bad. Well, in- the 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 rail people are not having a good day any fucking day. I'm sure there's so much that can go wrong. I'm sure there's so much that does. And I guess to kind of bring it home, and we've kind of been we've kind of been saying this, but. Between 2016, this is from The Hill, this is our final article, The Four Systemic Safety Issues. Um, Between 2016 and 2020, federal statistics show that train derailments cost railroads an average of $10 million per year, less than the cost of avoiding them. So what it comes down to is it's so rare that it's not worth it to invest in this new tech to try to prevent them. Because while ten million per year sounds like a lot to me, to this huge railroad company, it's really not. Um, and when no. the upgrades in tech are unlikely to change the the prevention rate astronomically, there's not a big incentive to do so unless the federal government makes you. Um, and so yeah. that's where we are. We either need the Fed to step up and force these changes. While you and I know that these changes won't necessarily make it that much safer at all. Or we need some major innovations in, in the railroad industry. Or maybe we just make sure we're extra fucking careful when we're transporting really hazardous shit. Um, sure. But as we've covered yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Palestine thing, they were on the scene immediately, and people were trying to follow the protocols immediately. So sometimes shit just fucking happens, and it's horrible, and it's tragic, and it's horrible for the people who live there. Um, it fucking sucks. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta feel for them. Because, like, you, you, you not only had, like, a derailment and all this insanity, then you also have like an ecological disaster that probably isn't going to go any go away anytime soon. Probably not. But it's almost like an act of fucking God. It's like a tornado coming through, yeah. right? Yeah. Because um, it, it's that fucking rare. Because most train derailments don't cause this kind of damage, and train derailments themselves are pretty rare. I think one of the articles said, uh, you know, and we hear these stats all the time. Again, you're more likely to, to die in a car crash than you are in a, in a train-related incident, right? Um, oh, yeah. Easily, again, for it's, sure. It's hard, because it sucks, because nobody wants to fucking hear that. Everyone wants someone to blame, and you want to be like, it's the stupid fucking train company, and they have all these derailments. Three derailments a day, and it's fucking ridiculous. Of course, some of those derailments are probably, nobody gets hurt at all, and it's a, a, yeah. a few hours that they have to put a train car back on, and... And you move yeah. on with your well, life, I mean, right? it, it, it like I said in my story. I mean that that train hopping, you know, the train hopping the track. I mean that technically was a derailment, technically, right? But it, but it was on a a private business on a private spur that affected nobody because luckily most of the train was in there and it wasn't sitting across a fucking road, right? Right. And I'm sure it was a pain in the ass, but nobody got. Oh, hurt dude, they had they had like fucking cranes and all kinds of shit come out to get this thing back on. I'm sure, I'm sure. But yeah, these things happen, right? So sucks. Oh fuck, so annoying. Yep. Um, but yeah, Buttigieg for president, twenty twenty four. What do you think? Twenty thirty two. But only if he becomes trans. Anyways. <laughs> 
anything else to say about playing some games, Jason? Uh, everything's happy. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I um, uh, man, it's it's a uh, it's wild. That ten million dollars thing, and it's like, yeah, that's a drop in the bucket. All that reminds me of is Fight Club, where he's the insurance guy, and he's like, you know, well, if the cost of the right. recall is less than the cost of the settlement in court, we don't do the recall. Yeah. And the, I know people fucking hate to hear that, and that one that one irks me because I'm like, it's human life. Oh yeah. But this oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. much because most of these I, aren't human lives, right? Like most of these are just yeah. fucking annoying, right? Um, well, that's 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 the thing. Like there was, damn it, I wish I could remember. There was some fuck somebody fucking settled in court before it went to trial, and I'm like, oh well, somebody did the fucking math, yep. <laughs> figured that shit out. They went, how much is it gonna cost for for this fucking uh, uh-huh. versus how much do we stand to really gain? And it's like, is it really uh-huh. the like? We won the case uh, compared to just taking the fucking money, and no, it yep. rarely is, and that's why settlements happen all the time. Uh, hell, Fox News just settled, man. Oh, that that may be the one. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, what was it? Seven seven hundred and eighty-seven mil. I think it was about half of what they asked for. They were asking for like one yeah. six bill, Point. and they yep. got about half of it. And just yeah, they got a they got a touch touch under eight hundred yep. million. So, so you know, you know, somebody did the math and was like, mm, let's just pay. But well, yeah, well, and I think they were shocked early on because they were like, they're not going to win this case. You know, like it, it looks really bad because ha- the weird thing is, I guess, defamation cases are really hard to prove because you have to, like, prove intent. And so Fox News had said, well, Trump only lost the election because of these two voting systems. One of them's Dominion voting system out of, like, Arizona, because they were flipping votes to Biden. And you got, like, text messages from Tucker Carlson and Rupert Murdoch being like, hey, this is totally bullshit, right? Like, there's no way this is fucking true. And yet he's on the air saying exactly that, because that's what they're paying to fucking say. And so they have proof that behind the scenes... Everybody at Fox knew this was totally bullshit. Knew it was shit. And they were slinging it anyway to get ratings, to pander to Trump, to pander to Trump voters. But it's kind of cool that they actually got in trouble, but it's troubling for for journalists everywhere because their defense was like, well, the president said it, so we have to cover it. Um, And And that's that's not how that works. works. (laughs) You're still not allowed to continually repeat things that aren't true. You could say, according to the president, blah, 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 but we haven't found any evidence that any of that is accurate. And now you're fine. Or, I mean, or essentially you can just quite literally say, well, the president said that the machines are flipping votes. Right. Uh, and on to uh, Sandy with the weather for the evening. We reached out to Dominion for comment, and they haven't responded yet. Granted, we reached out 10 seconds ago. But we did yeah. reach out for comment, right? Um, and, and that's all we're going to say about that, right? You know, because that's news. But the second you're like, and that's why Trump lost, blah, blah, blah. Like, anyway, so now Tucker Carlson is, has been uh, let go. Um, and he was, the, he's like the the... Most watched news uh, anchor, like currently, with I guess Jesus fuck me three million average per week or something of, of views, which is still a drop in the bucket compared to to uh, good old Joe Rogan, right? So, well, that's a good point, but I'll, I'll give you the close here. Bring it. Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson gets dropped from Fox, right? 
Yeah. And I, I mean, I God, when is this gonna? I don't remember. So this should be next week, which will be the fuck is so the first week of May. I'm gonna say yeah. that before the end of May, there's a Tucker Car- Tucker Carlson slash Stephen Crowder beef on Rumble. Oh my God! Yeah. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say Stephen Crowder loses his fucking mind because the what's his face Carlson goes on Rumble and starts stealing that fucking fuckface's shit. <laughs> uh, that sounds great to me. That's my prediction. Ass asshole asshole fake Republicans arguing each other, arguing with each other. Uh, that's yep. That's my prediction. In, in All right. Case, so let's let's put a pin in this. Poor Pete. Yeah, He's Pete. fucked. And, Rogan gets 11 million people per episode to watch his shit, just so you all know. So, 3 million, yes. 3 million old people turning in for Tucker Carlson at night might not be as big of a deal as we think it is. But yeah, we're done with trains and gays, and it's been a pleasure. <clears throat> I feel like both... Ohio still days. sucks. Yeah, Ohio is not for lovers. Uh, but I think trains Thank and gays you. are totally safe, and we're, <laughs> and we're, good. we're good to go. Folks, we'll catch you all next week. <laughs> Hells yeah. <laughs>